Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, it's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Fahey. Joining me as ever, prettiest boy under the sun, high-functioning pervert, 100% for real, with that body right now, a man I'll love until the day I die, a thinker, a stinker, a pee-pee drinker, warping into hyperversion before my very eyes, HBCG or hot-bodied cum god to the slow pokes. <laughs> Michelangelo's David Duchovny, a tasty little tidbit from round back, three kids stacked in a trench coat, but all the kids are shredded and have huge cocks. He has no symptoms, no disease. He has no sleazy STDs. They're called herpes, not his peas. The alpha and omega and the sole surviving savior, Aaron Joseph Pita, everybody. Thank you so much, John. As Wow. I want to just, if I may, amend that amazing intro wow. where you had notes. Yeah. You were reading my bio like. Yes, I was like, paper. what's all this shit I've been saying? And then I was like, man, I said a lot of That's shit. That's incredible. <laughs> it touches me. Couple of new guys in there. <laughs> HBGC? <laughs> HBCG? Dude, I said. You also I, forgot that I am the Marquise and my sinners are ready. That's exactly right. But you are the Marquise. Hot bodied cum god. Da- da- a co- a Michelangelo's of- David Duchovny. Uh, <laughs> so he's a pervert. What, yeah, three yeah, midgets yeah. in a trench coat, except they're all, they're all shredded. Kids. They're all shredded with huge cocks. Do they know they have huge cocks? <laughs> well, yeah. Now, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're uh, got caught they're in that bike. No symptoms, no disease, baby. That's exactly. And no then, sleazy STDs. No sleaze, that, They're called herpes, not his bees. God damn it, John. That is the sweetest thing anybody's ever done. You like me. that fucking shit right now? I can't believe that you. Uh, Kept it a secret. I was being a little fucker today. Matt was like, "Was like, oh, you preparing something?" I was like, "I'm being a fucking idiot." Exact words. God. I said when I said hot body come God, and I was like, "I mean, I need to stop saying this. That's really gross and a bit much up top." And then people people sent me some shit. Were like, hashtag HPCG. Like I was like, it's like when I was like, you throw out testers to the perverts to see yeah. what they glom onto, and they're like, "I'm here." Hi, I'm, I'm, I'm here right for the here. hot buddy come God. I'm here for the HPCG. Hashtag. <laughs> I, I was told there'd be hot buddy come gods. Is this the right? Is this the right party? I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> uh, that's wonderful. Thank you, and thank uh, everybody who's into uh, hyperversion. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah Accelerate warping into it before my very eyes. You know, it's it's like that scene in Star Wars and 2001, but of dicks. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one big butthole. Now, Aaron, to your right, my left, good-looking young son of a bitch, Matthew Joseph Brousseau. Oh, Thank fuck. You. Thank one, you. He's one giant cock in a trench coat <laughs> with abs. That also has abs. Oh, okay. That's very, very good. <laughs> exactly. I like that. You like that big dick with abs. <laughs> wow, that dick is shredded. Oh, my God. That shaft has abs oh for some God. reason. It's curls. I uh, I want to say uh, uh, so vascular. <laughs> please uh, get involved with the Patreon. We are having a heap of fun over there. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the show, if you love the show, if you can't get enough of this hot body come god before me, nor this good looking young son the, of a bitch, this, this shredded six foot penis in a trench coat, <laughs> you want to get involved with the Patreon. Every every week, there's a new show, uh, different stripes and varieties. 
And uh, check us out on YouTube. Laura is making uh, uh, videos over there. Shout out to Laura. Mm -hmm. And uh, Aaron, before we get into your second part of your profile. Sure. I think Matt has a little tidbit over here for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you we have did, a bit of tid, uh, just a touch. Um, we did a, you know, a, a, I did a little baseball thing last week. That's right. And uh, this uh, week it was July uh, fucking thirteenth, twenty nineteen. Exactly uh, right. Uh, uh, when I did the Pittsburgh Pirates episode, I think I read some a uh, fan favorite episode. I read a couple uh, things from this guy Jim Bouton. He wrote this book called Ball Four, which was a diary of when he was on the expansion Seattle Pilots. He was a Yankees starter, uh, won two games in a World Series, I believe, and then he blew his arm out, tried to mm. throw a knuckleball. And so he kept a diary of his time on this expansion team trying to throw a knuckleball, <laughs> changed sports writing forever. No so way. It was the first time there was ever uh, someone as an honest reporter about what was happening in locker rooms. Oof. Really? And yes. you don't want to, you know, it, it's it's like the thin blue line. You don't want, you know, there's a sacred uh, clubhouse aspect. Yeah. You're not supposed to talk about what goes on in the clubhouse. Right. Yes. This guy, he's a fucking knuckleball pitcher. Of yeah. course he's going to rat. Right. So I remember as, as a kid, I read Mickey Mantle's book, My Favorite Summer, 1956, when he won the Triple Crown. They beat the, the Dodgers in the World Series. Never talked about what a scumbag he yeah. was. No, none of all. the drinking, the womanizing, no. blowjobs behind the bleachers. Blowjobs? None of it. None of it was mentioned in that uh, in that piece of literature. So I just want to, a couple of, the, one of these things I think was touched on in the Pittsburgh Pirate, but it's my favorite. But I'll just do this quickly because we got to get to the, so this is about Mickey Mantle, right? He said, I once invested a dollar, this is. Jim Bowden, talking about when he was on the Yankees. I once invested a dollar when Mantle raffled off a ham. I won, only there was no ham. That was one of the hazards of entering a game of chance, Mickey explained. <laughs> no, it's, it's a scam it, for a it, dollar? It's a game of chance. It's a ham well, scam. It's a game of chance. Why? You thought there was a ham? <laughs> Sucker. Idiot. Did you see one? On the, on the pilots, he had this old-ass manager, this guy named Joe Schultz, that would say, all right, boys, after a game, he'd say, oh, let's go pound them Budweiser's. And uh, he was just this old crank. He, he coined the term fuck shit and shit fuck. He'd say, oh, this is a bunch of shit fuck. That's where it came from. Yeah. But what does what, that mean? It's just, it's a fun sw- it's, a, it's like when you say dick fart. Don't act like you don't know. Yeah. It's a bunch of shit fuck. Ah, oh, this shit. This fucking fuck shit. Uh, so this is uh, just a moment of Joe Schultz. He about and writes, while we were losing the first game of the doubleheader, we were down 5-1, and it was going to be our third straight here uh, loss here. Joe Schultz called to John Gellner, who was keeping the pitching chart. Come here a minute, he said. Mentioned Gellner down the other end of the dugout. Gellner was sure he was going to get a big tip on pitching, and Joe Schultz, pointing up to the stand, said, up there, near Section 23 sign. Check out the rack on that broad. <laughs> Oh, oh my man. god. I know we're about to blow this whole series right now and every moment is precious. I see the tits in the pavilion section. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. There's a lot of free time. In I know baseball. my shoulder's blown out. I'm about to blow something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. I did this uh in the Pirates one. This is still by one of my favorite stories ever. Uh it's about uh, Ted Williams. And it's uh greatest hitter of all time. Yeah. Fighting uh Ace World War II. In the bullpen tonight, Jim Pagliaroni was telling us how Ted Williams, when he was still playing, would psych himself up for the game during batting practice. Usually early batting practice before the fans or reporters got there. He'd go to the batting cage, wave his bat at the pitcher, and start screaming at the top of his voice, My name is Ted fucking Williams, and I'm the greatest hitter in baseball. <laughs> he'd swing and hit a line drive. Jesus H. Christ himself couldn't get me out. And he'd hit another. <laughs> Show me some respect when I'm fucking your wife, you loser. Look me in the eyes, you cuck. 
Then he'd say, here comes Jim Bunning. Jim fucking Bunning with that little shit slider of his? Wham. He doesn't really think he's going to get me out with that shit. Bam. I'm Ted fucking Williams. Supple wrists. He had very supple wrists. Is that right? That's exactly right. Best supple. years were wasted in an airplane shooting down. Yeah, uh, ace pilots. Yeah. Actually, John loved Jeff. You loved Ted Williams. Shot I, down all those Japs. I, well, Jesus I don't Christ. know about that. With the supple vision. wrists? Yeah, he had just great wrists. Jack, well, I mean, jacking it with one hand? Shooting I think he need. I think he needed two hands to jack that big Ted Williams half Mexican cock. You fucking right. Fucking, right. That's why he had such Diego. supple yep. Yeah, yeah. He, not he to mention to send those those zany Japs to to hell. What? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? No, they <laughs> no, they don't believe it. Kamikaze, porno kamikaze. Uh, anyway, uh, check oh, out Ball wonderful. Four. It's a fucking amazing book. It still holds up. That's it's, very uh, very good. There, stuff. There's a I, whole documentary on on why baseball is um, such a. Uh, dramatic and cinematic sport yeah i'll find the name and and post it online somewhere uh maybe on the next episode if i can remember but that you know not a lot of sports have books and quotes and and stories like this Mm -hmm. and uh baseball is just a very very special game and and baseball is a special game because it gives everybody an opportunity to succeed or fail miserably in front of everyone in front of everyone at once everyone watches so that's why it 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 gets really uh you know ridiculous and everybody has the chance to be a star Mm -hmm. but do they do it right it's the, I mean, it's the opposite of soccer in the way that it's a game of individuals on a team as opposed right. to a team Again. game. And that's right. Then that's why it's the American game and not that fucking commie uh, <laughs> concussing uh, sport known as football. football. That's exactly right. Now, Aaron. Uh, I, I do want to say one more thing about yes. uh, uh, baseball. Sure. I think yeah. I, I've got some pictures. Um, hey, all right. Uh, I love I've content. I've got some photos. <laughs> My pal Jeff Harrison sent them to me. Yikes. No. Um, my dad has some oh, Dale Barra right. memorabilia. Oh, uh, yes. No. No, he sent, remember he sent us the, what is yeah, it, Yeah, it's got a bat. It's Dale Barra's bat signed by Dale Barra, and I think nice. um, a photograph and a, a jersey, perhaps. And I, I think I, I did a, a gum. I did a gummy off the edge of that bat. Dude. Dude. My lips went numb. Oh, forget about it. That, that bat's name was Dale Barra. It was, it was, yeah, you went full anesthesia. That was great. So good. Look so much chop on that pine tar. Oh. Now, Aaron, last time you told us about the very famous Hitler's Jewish psychic. Yes. Mr. Uh, uh, Eric Jan Hanussen. Jan Hanussen. And he was running away to the circus, yeah. assisting his father's suicide, mm-hmm. cucking a strong man, uh-huh. outing con men. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a little bit of a life, I think. It's been a wild <laughs> ride, and he's not even, uh, you know. Barely getting started. Barely Fantastic. getting started. This may be a three-parter. This may be the first in profiles in eccentricity history. Uh, damn, what eighty episodes now? Yeah, I think I'm. I'm glad I did that big fucking intro for you. I think I'm glad you did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot to live up to. Yeah, well, you are come guy. I mean, well, it's just you know you're at bat oh. and everybody's watching. <laughs> Good thing I did all this coke. <laughs> uh, so the last week we left Eric Jan Hanussen, aka uh, Harry Steinschneider, Schneider, aka Herman Steinschneider, aka Hirschman Steinschneider, and aka Alloys Barrel. Steinschneider was stonecutter. Yes. Yeah, that's really uh, cool to yeah. find out about. It's it's very uh, uh, secret society. I don't know. Well, yeah, he uh, apparently I think in the last episode I mentioned that he had. Um, 
a uh, like a kabbalistic rabbi in his lineage mm-hmm. who uh, perhaps a, a was, wounded rabbi was a wounded rabbi. Wunder that's, rabbi. That's exactly right. Uh, who maybe? What are you guys do- just rabbis? Stein Schneider, Stonecutter, Stonecutter, Simpsons yeah. reference, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's where they got. Yeah. It. Uh, so th- we last left him. He was on a boat where he outed the Pirelli brothers. Mm-hmm. For- god, they were up to some shit. Oh my god! Bringing I mean, they were wearing snakes, grease. They, like they uh, had fucking fake tanner on. Snakes on a boat. Snakes. On- I've had it with. I've had it with these motherfucking <laughs> snakes yeah. on this motherfucking boat. Um, so it's now 1913, and he's, he makes his way back to Vienna, and he gets into tabloid journalism. Uh, it's, it's cheap. It's easy to get into. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's a showman already, you know, and he knows how to read people. Knows how to tell a story. Exactly. So he becomes a, re- a reporter for De Blitz. <laughs> oh God! And uh, he would expose the sex lives of the country's most prominent citizens. Um, and because he was such a great, like, talented manipulator and fraud himself, he could like uncover the rosters like at like at the venereal disease clinics. Oh my God! <laughs> and like he he'd go to the police headquarters and get like all the recent like narcotics and prostitution arrests. And um, he particularly loved outing. Uh, Vienna's noted cross-dressers and homosexuals loved outing him. Really? Loved it. Probably, maybe it was one himself. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Who's to say? But he loved doing that. And <laughs> most of the money that this magazine would make would be from his work getting all this info and then dangling it in front of the... Blackmail. Sub- yes. They, mm. they the were, National Enquirer. They were paid to not run stories. Fuck. So it was all these like, hey, we got this story about you, you know, you catching the Sith. <laughs> yeah, it was all these, it was all these articles about who's not gay, <laughs> you know, who's definitely not gay, and never ever could be because I've investigated extensively and haven't been paid off. So that's what actually did happen. Is that you these, know, you know, didn't fuck me? <laughs> these these places caught on to the blackmail and would eventually just pay them to run flattering stories. Um, so he starts writing columns in Der Blitz under the pen name Fawn, uh, <laughs> F-A-U-N, uh, and they promote him to co-editor, um, and he starts writing like semi-fictional columns and these exposés of Vienna's pleasure clubs and carnivals. Mm. And um, so they, they had this like um, narrative aspect to the column. They weren't just like a pure... Like here, it wasn't pure journalism. He had these characters: Major Kitsch and his sidekick Erasmus Pancratius Broskoff. Okay, and <laughs> so they would chase around the more shadowy, shadowy parts of Vienna, visiting real life locations like you know these pleasure palaces, hordens, carnivals, uh, exposing their illegal or otherwise frowned upon behavior. And that's when, like, people are reading, like, hey, this place actually exists, and that actually did happen. We'll just pay them to, like, run better stories about us. Yeah. Um, and so he was basically Major Kitsch, and his assistant, Leitner, was Roscoff in these stories. Um, and eventually, because people, like, caught on to what he was doing, they got arrested at one of these clubs by, by Viennese vice cops. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, at a pimp bar and brothel called the Phoenix Palast. Wow. Yep. And uh, the owner was a woman, and she uh, turned down their blackmail offer. Really? And turned them over to the authorities. Uh, and they were arrested and booked and all that. I don't think very much happened, but they later retaliated by revealing some nasty secrets in the magazine about the local police commissioner. Really? Yeah, they're like, all right, well. 
There you go. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. You want to hear some shit? This guy can read people's <laughs> muscles. You know? He knows. You, do you have? So you would do like muscle reading and so like I don't. I'm not getting into like all the details about <laughs> muscle <laughs> reading, like so, purple hockey. No, no, that's <laughs> that was, that's muscle squeezing yeah, and measuring. Uh, muscle reading. So I'm not getting into like all the tactics that these. These clairvoyants and you know uh, mystic, charlatans, charlatans, right. frauds, seers. These people, you know, the uh, same sort of ilk as uh, Victoria Woodhull. Sure, the yeah. muscle reading. I mean, it's still in like kind of the new agey community where you know, and it's it is a kind of a pseudoscience in that it kind of works where they'll, like they'll have you put your arm out and they'll ask you questions and they'll like push down on your arm and they'll look at how your face little imperceptible twitches and and how your arm like responds to the pressure of their arm and then they just kind of do some guesswork right and like for a talented practitioner like him it was right enough yes and that's how he would do well, because you're getting to the truth of the individual, which is like, oh, yeah, are you, are you weird and tense when I say something that's not true? Right. And then you kind of loosen up when I unlock something that you're like, oh, that's totally true, but I don't really want to deal with it. And it's just this, you know, uh, seduction that happens where you're yeah. like, it, you're easy to read because you, you're asking to be read. Absolutely. It's the whole mesmerism thing, too. Like, yeah. the people that want to get convinced get convinced. You know, the people that raise their hand, like, who wants to come up? Well, they're going to get hypnotized. Yeah. So he did all... Get the job you ask for. And, I mean, you're you're giving so much more data when you're physically touching someone than if they're 20 feet away in John Edwards' studio. Right, and they're just just listening to you talk to the people online. I mean, the guy was a real practitioner of a fake science. Yeah. So it's... uh, To be fair, he was good at what he did. But it's also not that fake in the way of, like, I mean, you know, if you... If you were like a stranger, I'm like, oh, this is this guy just like laying of hands or whatever. And you just you just like grab my shoulders and you're like, you know, what are you like unhappy about? I'm like the physical contact of somebody just being like, all right, we're here. What's what's going on now? You're physically examining your problems with somebody like touching you and being like, what is your problem? Yeah. You are like a bead of sweat. You're going to you're going to go there. You're going to go there and you're going to be like, every time I mention kids, this cop gets a boner. (laughs) Weird. I'm a psychic. (laughs) You wouldn't get it. (laughs) Especially if these kids are shredded. Forget about it. My mouth's a psychic. More about shredded kids later. Not in the way you think. Oh, oh. Um, so he released they publishes some nasty secrets about the police commissioner that's so funny uh the paper fires him (laughs) crossed the line apparently yeah Yeah, they probably Uh, cost him money that's funny right around this time his lover betty had been diagnosed with incurable tuberculosis oh and he had heard about a new tb treatment in berlin radical treatment was it a table yeah, well, let's jump to a table. They get rid of tuberculosis. There's a TMB. But you waste the table, so. Uh, how much does it cost, a table? A table. Ah. <laughs> An arm and a leg. Four, four legs. How much is your table? Uh, so he drops her off at Berlin's charity ward while he pursues new career opportunities. He sees an ad in a newspaper for a singing waiter. <laughs> Good Christ! He can't, sing. can't sing. Can't sing, which he, we proved on the boat. Right? right? He had a he had five days to come up with an elaborate ruse to avoid right. singing in the. Boat. I mean, this is so emblematic of how insane society was. Where Man. somebody's going, listen, you can bring food to the tables, but you gotta sing, bro. <laughs> yeah. If you can't sing, like honest, like I can get anybody to bring the pork chops from the kitchen to the table, yeah. but are you singing or not? Because 
Everybody here is on laudanum. (laughs) And they need constant singing to stay awake. This is the thing we're doing now because everybody's poisoned and out of their mind. Any restaurant could have stroganoff. A a singing waiter? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can read the menu. Yeah. Yeah. But can you sing it? No, he already faked being a singer once. Right. Totally worked out. Great. I've never waited waited tables, but I can fake singing. So he shows up. He bluffs his way past 40 other applicants and gets straight to the owner's office. (laughs) Hey, someone's looking for you out there. Uh, uh, Hey, the king. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The owner shows up with him already in his office. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Wait in line like like the rest of these losers, right? Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you doing? Harry threatens him with blackmail because he like he rifled through his shit. <laughs> you suck cop, dude. You know you do. <laughs> I'm psyched. So, because that's all he knows how to do, is right? So he blackmails the guy. And because he knows that the place doesn't have a liquor license. So he says, What? I'm going to, I'll just get you shut down because I know you don't have a liquor license. He had a calendar that said, Get liquor license. <laughs> the owner goes, How did you know? And Harry goes, because I'm a clairvoyant. I know everything. <laughs> Guy hires him on the spot. Whoa. Gives him a shirt and a sash. You're now Ivan and you're a singing waiter. He can't sing. Nah, but the guy doesn't have a liquor license. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Jump on a table. Also, he's a clairvoyant who looks through all of your information yeah. first. Dude, you're a clairvoyant, and the best you can do is <laughs> wait <laughs> tables at my fucking restaurant. <laughs> Some clairvoyant. Yeah. <laughs> dude, like, like the scam is so yeah. lame. Yeah. It's like I just need a modicum of income, dude. <laughs> There's stuff out there. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm a clairvoyant about really petty shit, yeah, yeah. mainly bureaucratic measures, liquor, Most... li- liquor licenses, uh, health code violations. It's a real drag being this kind of psychic. You Mostly what I see coming in the future is me slumming it. To be honest, <laughs> just trying to improve my lot in life, bro. <laughs> Ivan, is that my name? Yeah, I'm in. Uh, he'd visit Betty in the TB ward and practice like the latest tricks he was learning because he'd buy like magic books and mm. he, you know he was trying to like. Really working on that. That was before like YouTube. Yeah. You know, you bought yeah. a book on fucking muscle. Yeah, you eating. talked to a guy who knew how to do. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> so, the... so he's he's just poking around on her and being yeah, like, trying to cheer her up too. But like, I got your clit right. This is your clit. Oh, I actually got it. Shit. Oh, shit. No. <laughs> you are dying. Oh, <laughs> Sir? Hey, where's my thumb? <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely getting worse. Like, her eyes were bugging out and her lips. She was, she was fucked up. Oh, she was not getting better. The Berlin treatment was not working. Was not working. And his bullshit wasn't. Oh, no. Dude, his now, life now, sucks. Now I got no clit. <laughs> I can't even diddle my paralyzed yeah. girlfriend. Yeah, I got I a got, fucking I thumb where my clit is. Like an idiot. I got a clit where my thumb is. Can you believe <laughs> You wouldn't believe how hard hitchhiking is. <laughs> or easy. I'm sucking my thumb like crazy. <laughs> so, um, he gets fired because he can't sing. Of course, of course. What, is he going on with a scarf on his yeah. throat again? Uh, uh, there's snakes. There's snakes. I somewhere. hope a couple of Italians come in here and try to scam. <laughs> Does anybody know any Italian? So, um, he applies as a stage. Um, magician 
at these North Berlin clubs. So like North Berlin is like bridge and tunnel crowd, right? So oh, it's like, it's not, yeah. So it's Jersey, like, Long Island. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I got to go in the boonies a little bit so I can like cut my teeth. Yeah. Uh, and he's so bad. At <laughs> singing? Oh, magician. Magi- yeah. Oh, God. Because he's been practicing his tricks on his tubercular yeah, girlfriend. She she's like, uh, Yeah, she's barely there. Yeah, and she's like, tough. what, is it me? Uh, <laughs> Ooh, tough crowd. So, so he's so bad, like, he's fun- he, like he's dropping eggs and, like, oh, fumbling his he leg. He's so bad that they can't get enough of it. No, Cherry Sister uh, style. They Beautiful. love it. They, no. They, he's comically bad. Charlie Chaplin, because he's doing that Charlie Chaplin type, doing yeah. the tramp thing. Mm-hmm. Like, but he, at this point, he's it's not totally perfect. He right. just, exactly. he he's just, just is really bad. I really and he's truly broke. Bad. And he's desperate. And his girlfriend's dying. Like things are just so shitty that he's slumming it as a fucking bridge and tunnel magician <laughs> in like a basement club. Wow, it's bad. Um, the tavern owner never heard like his miserable fucking shithole so like loud and and. Uh, filled with laughter that he was given a two-week contract <laughs> he's like all right you get two weeks kid it yeah w- it was not renewed after people down here are miserable <laughs> you know this used to be a crypt yeah even failures fun. good god yeah. um so it was not renewed after two weeks right so this is a little like a pattern for him this happens where he just goes mm-hmm. from like club to club on these short little contracts because he can't like keep the shit up he's not any good right you get the little bit of charm to get you by and you know that it's about 10 days Exactly, yeah. a paycheck, right? Yeah. Like he's got a—he's really going from paycheck to paycheck. Fuck, as um, a shitty magician, like not ain't even that, traveling. Ain't that yet. a motherfucker? Man? It's really—it's fucking depressing when you read, like when you read it. So yeah, yeah. When girlfriend's still LA, don't, like, trying to do and, comedy, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, ooh, you know, I'll film it. I'll take it. This just got real. Well, <laughs> this guy started the equivalent of a podcast, a tabloid magazine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyways, check out Perfiles and Eccentricity. <laughs> uh, we have a patron. So he another night, another out of the way bar, and he's doing this. Uh, it's just another disastrous show. And like the, the thing with like magic is a lot of it's like crowd participation. Mm-hmm. So it's not like being a musician or even a, a stand up comic. Like magician is like, all right, I need somebody to do this, and like. That is just another crazy variable to allow into yeah. your act. Like the guy, total can be a... minefield, total minefield, nightmare. The... What do I do now? Are you Jewish? Yeah, just nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so he had this like card guessing trick that okay. was dependent on the crowd, like getting somebody from the crowd, and then also like the placement of a mirror on the stage so that he could like turn around and still see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's stealthily putting a mirror on stage. Uh, well, it's just there before yeah, the scene, yeah, the yeah, setup. Yeah, yeah, okay. But it, it got fucked up, and so it's, it's foggy. The act just like fucking. Nah, each... He's like, "What card do you got? I have no I idea." Yeah, you tell me. Know. Tell me. Is, is this your card? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So it just like he bombs and. He's just like flop sweat, panic, like just, uh, and he just, did you ever see that movie Equilibrium <laughs> with Christian Bale and Tay Diggs? No. no. Oh, great movie. Okay. <laughs> Not really. Maybe I'll explain it to you All right. one day. But there's this moment where he's just like, he's attached to this fucking machine and it's like, Bale. it's a polygraph thing. It's just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, beep. And that's when he just snaps. This is what happens here. So he, he loses it. He fucking loses it at the crowd. 
loses his shit. So <laughs> all he sees as he is panicking that he can't see the card, right? Literally can't see the card. In his mind, he just sees his like fucking chick in the bed, the dying, bridge of, tub- tub- dying, no. of, dying of tuberculosis, <laughs> like fucking. She's pale face, blood. Aaron, blood. If you're listening, Aaron is doing cross-eyed spats. Her eye. <laughs> he's a clever boy. You need to see it on YouTube. But Aaron's going, he'll always imagine. He, he sees like blood trickling from her mouth and trying to stand up and she just like collapses on her bloodstained mattress where's my glut where's my glut and he fucking just like turns around and goes you with the cigarette you've got consumption and you're slowly infecting your girlfriend sharing your beer glass your father was a drunk your mother was a prostitute on top of that you're about to get fired for embezzlement no he looked at another table and shouted at a woman he said time to put down your drink and return to your hovel give up on your dreams of winning the lottery and go pray your, your pregnant daughter's wandering the dimly lit sh- streets of Friedrichstadt at this very moment. Oh! Then he turns to an elderly man and his wife and he goes, hey, I admit your husband consulted a gypsy that very afternoon and was wondering when the old broad would die. He grabbed the tarot deck, ripped it up, threw it everywhere. He was fired on the spot and the owner punched him in the face. <laughs> He punched him in the stomach. What about my meal? Here's your meal. I was promised dinner. I was fired and punched in the stomach. A stomach punch is so humiliating. That's so fucking funny. He punched him him in the stomach. Oh, my um, God, dude. Oh, my God. He goes straight to the hospital. Your husband's trying to fuck anybody but you. He's praying for your death. This dude's gay. <laughs> How do I know? Taste my dick. Yeah. Uh, he goes straight to the hospital and Betty. He goes straight to the hospital with a punched stomach. No. Oh, for the for mm-hmm. the for the Betty the Betty. Look at that vision. And yeah. she was dead. No. She was dead. She had died. So he freaked out at the moment she died mm-hmm. because he is maybe kind of a maybe. Or, yeah, or is he a scumbag? Or, is he a charlatan? The clock was ticking. <laughs> yeah. Vaccines, people. Yeah. Yeah. He stole her clip. Use him. He, it's because he, he stole her clip. Took it away. My life force. Mojo. Yeah. That's how I stay young. <laughs> 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 he started to believe his own bullshit a little bit. That's oh, like yeah. the beginning of it. He later, later starts really believing it. But this is when like he's like, well, maybe... Huh? Oh, like, they he's got necklace of clits around his neck. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but also like the most traumatic thing of his week probably. Yeah, rock, would, rock then, so then he thinks of the one thing that could be worse than it. You know, just it's a series of mental. That is really good, though. That's really good stuff. Just a gut punch. Just yeah. you're fired. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Shit. Go back to the club. Let me go the next consult day. my girlfriend. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, like listen. I know I freaked out last night, but yeah. the thing is, I'm clairvoyant. My girlfriend died. <laughs> Check it out. And, Can I have uh, my mirror back? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I left it. I was looking at my asshole in the mirror today. <laughs> it blew my fucking bad. mind. Really. That's so stupid, John. <laughs> I had to fucking do that to you. So then he's this kind of like rock bottom thing kind of emboldens him to like maybe I can get better at this, right? It does. And um, 
this this uh, another kind of like traveling clairvoyant magician guy named Rabini comes into town. Oh, Rabini's in yeah, town. Like a fucking Italian guy. <laughs> yeah. Not even Italian. Just got the, the, yeah. they all have yeah. you know, names. Yeah, Rabini comes into town and um, like he calls uh, Harry Eric Jan Hanusen, aka Alice Barrel, aka Hirschman Steinschneider. He like kind of like. Does a call out to Rabini and he's like, Yeah, I'm better than you. You suck. Whoa. Like, yeah, this is fake. This is bullshit. And he calls out Rabini. Yeah. Steinschneider. Yes. This is, I mean, some time has passed. He did he, he did some training like Rocky. There's a training montage. Okay. Right, 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 yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's lifting logs. Yeah, yeah went to he's Russia. Like yeah. Beating fucking a dead cow. I don't know. Yeah, doing chop, drinking coffee. Um, <laughs> that's a clairvoyant Rocky. <laughs> That's how you get better. That's exactly right. I think that's right. Uh, I need a lot of stimulants in my system. I can think of anything. I can think of anything. <laughs> Motherfucker's not even Italian. He's over here talking about. So he enters into a contest with Rubini. Like, uh, like a lot of these are like, all right, we got to find like a jerk off off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A jerk off off. Who can find like the most hidden needles in the room or whatever? Like, you know, a lot of it was like a pin in a woman's hair. And, oh like, yeah, there's who, all these, they have the short. Who can count the beans in the jar best? Mm-hmm. It's an autism off. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. No, well, there's a spectrum yeah. uh, of tricks. Oh. Uh, and he beats Rabini in like a public uh, contest. How the fuck do you even hype that up? Like, who's uh, dude? Everything who's... was everything was pamphlets and posters. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. But I mean, also that is a sick show. It's yeah, like, that's a great. It's show. like I'm a maniac. He's a maniac. We both do insane shit. We're gonna show you who's better. Exactly. So that it, show is. That's why Rubini agreed to it. It's not even. A, I mean, why is that not even a thing now? That's like that's like the most insane show anybody's ever heard of. Yes. Well, it's because uh, back then there were people who were like, I'm a woodworker. I will see insane shit. Now it's like, yeah. I'm a computer programmer. I'm not going to see a magician. Well, I don't read. I don't, yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Now I it's, now yeah. it's uh, just looking at Pornhub with titles like Tinder date idea, fuck her ass on a mountaintop. Yeah. <laughs> what? Rubini's not going to get. No, no, you can't beat no, that. You can't. Wow. That's another uh, episode I want to do on Patreon is porn titles. That's the titles, the oh, titles yeah, the I've been seeing so have been yeah, out yeah. of probably, hand. I probably the titles are Tinder very... date idea. Fuck her ass on a mountaintop. <laughs> yeah, we could go. Yeah, I can Japanese titles too. It's yeah, madness. Don't, don't John doesn't. Oh, sorry. No, You're not like allowed to. Yeah. Well, I am a total chaos, and I am the greatest pervert. Yeah, that is correct. Well, yeah. it, it comes with flags. And as a hot-bodied cum god, you mm. recognize your station. Thank you. Um, he then built uh, a palmograph, which was like a. Uh, a mechanized mu- muscle reading machine. Oh, okay. So it's like oh, a like a polygraph, so like a Rube Goldberg machine. Like a oh, the thing touches your arm and then it hits the scale and it tells like oh, okay, you know, bullshit. Ah, the cards in your back pocket type of shit. Ah, put your hand in this. Yeah, okay. Just such charlatanry, but yeah. you know, industrious and very creative, yeah. and like it, it worked for him. For yeah, a, the adding of extra steps <laughs> to confuse you uh, it, that yes. something is more very steps simple. the better. The more steps, the better. Because it's all all these like more find, places to get lost. Finding the hidden thing in the room is all just like the muscle reading and odds and just code words, right? Like, oh, okay, if they if they use the word then, then it's in somebody's lapel. And then, Interesting. Yeah, in the in the book uh, called. Eric Jan Hanusen, Hitler's Jewish Clairvoyant by Mel Gordon. <laughs> great title. Where I got pretty need. much everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of uh, images of his code and common codes of the time that these these stage magicians would use. And, yeah. Uh, a lot of, like, the promotional materials and um, 
some pictures and stuff like that. I'll I mean, uh, a lot of magic is keeping common tricks that everybody knows. They just keep a secret, right? And, but it, but it's it's keeping the audience looking at every thinking about everything but the what they doing. need to look at until you have it finished yeah, yeah, in yeah, time totally, for, yeah. to present it. That's exactly right, myth direction. But it is hard to do. It's it's so hard, yeah. and you got and you got to be funny. Yeah, especially now. Yeah, you could give it up. Shout out to me, magicians. Yeah, in the world, uh, don't put a hex on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, then so he starts traveling a little bit more. Just goes on the road, right, like a comic. Uh, he stops in his hometown of Prosnitz. Remember that that yeah. little out of the mm-hmm. way place, where he, as I promised, successfully exercised a deranged milkmaid who babbled in unintelligible dialects and was plagued by recurring nightmarish visions of the Virgin Mary. Really. He just hypnotized her, and she was snapped out of it. He was like, he was surprised at how easy it was. No. Yeah, he was like, I couldn't believe how easy it was. I surprised myself. People just got hit. People still get hypnotized all the fucking and time. And she was yeah. like, I'm sorry about that, you guys. My bad. Turns out my clit was just hyperactive. Uh, he just had to take it off. My, my clit was the thumb the whole time. Uh, and now he has his thumb back. I was so deranged. Yeah. 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 He was like, good thing I've got this spare clit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You twiddling my thumbs. <laughs> she never came. Low mileage. <laughs> UTB now. Just like new. Yeah. Such a good deal. Yeah. Um, according to his diary, he met Sigmund Freud, and where they he praised him about his hypnosis skills. Freud did. Yeah. Oh, he's sure, such a good, yeah, so good at hypnotism. That doesn't sound probably right. bullshit. <laughs> Hey Freud, I bet you want to suck your dad's dick. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> I came up with that idea, whole idea. I do like the idea of a diary where you write fake things into it. Oh, oh everybody has a diary back then. Yeah, yeah, that's, all, that, that's, every... that's like that is primary account for most of history. Yeah, that's all you. Well, I love got the it. diaries. Instagram is that now, right? Yeah, pretty much. But it, I mean, a diary was supposed to be a slightly more private. Instagram is you're bragging to other people in the moment. A diary yeah. is something just for like you and some God. sort of reflection of some yeah. shit. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah, it was intimate and and not shared with anyone. So, but some people really did also write diaries, knowing, hoping, right. knowing yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, people. Sure, yeah. Hey, I mean, it's yeah. an accounting of your life. You jerk my huge cock again today. Oh, man. You know, and, and listener. <laughs> I really, I really suck. My I really got to stop beating the shit out of my huge cock all the time. <laughs> it's going to be a real pain in the ass. <laughs> I think my, <laughs> July 12th, I think my dick is bigger than it used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. July, 3rd, July 14th. Sorry, I skipped yesterday. I came so much, I passed out. <laughs> yeah. Man, I thought beating up my dick was a pain in the ass before I fucked myself in my own ass with my huge God, like a psycho. Good thing nobody's ever going to read this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fingers crossed. Here's a picture so I can remember. <laughs> from, yeah. my, from my cock to God's mouth. I mean, Ann Lister did write down all her orgasms. Yeah, what took up half a page. This one yeah. was like, ooh, oh. <laughs> I can't write straight. My eyes are still in the back of my head. <laughs> she, she just stabbed her pussy in ink and squatted on the page, and that's where they got her Prochac test from. If I, if I could draw an accurate depiction of the type of mongoloid I turned into while having this orgasm, I would. But I can't. I can't. I'm all thumbs. I'm all, I'm all clits. I'm all, I mean clits. My hands are busy. People are tired. 
My weakness is men. Uh, My weakness is men. men? I'm sorry. 1914, Archduke Ferdinand is assassinated by the Black Hand. Shit. Wait, how many thumps on that? Oh, dude, they were all clips. (laughs) (laughs) Very supple wrist. Mm -hmm. Uh, So World War I breaks out. He's conscripted into the Austro-Hungarian 54th Infantry Regiment. Fuck. Um, And he would, kind of like learning from his shitty time as that shitty magician where the crowd kind of loved it. He played the part of a willing and obedient soldier, but would like purposely fuck everything Gomer up. Gomer Pyle. Yeah. yeah. He Gomer right. piled it. Yeah. I thought I put the Ooh. artillery in the cannon. I'll clip those. The bullets are pointed backwards. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. So, yeah, this is how he. Uh, uh, Ooh, he did a couple of own goals because I loaded the bullets wrong. I'm so sorry, Sergeant Command. Better not give me any more responsibilities. Ooh. You shouldn't send me home. I would hate it. <laughs> they put me in the mess hall, but I pooped in the soup. <laughs> A can's a can. <laughs> Dude, that is of course. genius. Of course he did. Now, so now they really, him to latrine. But also, he? like, think about that, right? That's a guy that became famous for, for other shit other than being a hero. And he's like, it's like, let me tell you what I did. I fucking, I fucked up around. Because I knew this is not my gimmick. This is not my gig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My gig is about... Uh, you know, it's it's Littlefinger. I'm going to fuck them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not going to win their way. I'm going to fuck them, right? I'm this other guy. I'm not that type of guy. So let me tell you what I did when I had to play by their rules. I fucked it up so substantially. It, that they just said, get the fuck like, out of here. Will you please get the fuck out of my face, you fucking jerk off? Go clean the toilets. Yeah. Right, if you run away, they kill you. But if you just sit around and fuck shit up, then... Oh, dude, dude. Yeah, like, getting lost is sometimes your best asset. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I missed did I miss the battle already? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I was cleaning the shitter. Yeah, if you're the middle management there, you're like, you know what would make my life so much easier is if that guy was just doing anything but being around me. Anything. Yeah, sometimes yeah, your anything. incompetence can save your life. Yeah. Think about how many people, though, in those times, in those wars, that that was their thing. With forced conscription, especially, where you're oh, drafted. Oh, yeah, right? oh, you're drafted. And you're just like, like... How did any wars get won? <laughs> yeah. I actually chambered my dick in the gun. I don't uh, <laughs> Come on, Don. Uh, I accidentally... <laughs> I'm shooting blanks. You're here. not going to believe this. <laughs> yeah. but you want to know where the thing for that grenade is? <laughs> I don't want to tell you. No. Let's just leave it here. <laughs> yeah, let's just... Don't touch that grenade. Let's leave it a mystery. Let me just say, don't feed me any beans. <laughs> <laughs> beans. Fart beans. jokes and beans. Beans. Um... So he was careless and care. He was a, like, he still had a, you know, even though they didn't give as much responsibility, he still had a fight in the fucking trenches in World right, War I. Right. Jesus Christ. Um, but he was still careless and carefree. He was still, like, kind of, you know, the trickster joker guy. He just couldn't help it. Uh, yeah, he's, that, it's cur- cur- the currency is charisma. Exactly. Yeah. And the medium is rumor. The medium is rumor. Oh. The currency is charisma. Um, he was wounded several times in the trenches. Uh, and. You know, he was sent to the military hospital a bunch, and, like, 
he kind of cheered everybody up there. Like everybody really liked him, kind of being like the Patch Adams of the, oh, yeah. the military hospital. Shitty magician. Yeah. Hey, you want to know who in your family's sucking dick? <laughs> I got it right. Let me hold. Oh, let me hold. Let your, me think let, of. Let, uh, let me think of everyone. Let your me. whole family's cocksuckers. <laughs> I love you guys. guy. Yeah, I, I need to do a muscle reading. Let me hold your balls. It turns out you're gay as fuck. Oh, is this you a dude's hands on your balls? You psycho. I, I can read your muscle. The trick is. It's in your ass. <laughs> so he did evenings of, you know, sketches, comedic sketches, magic tricks, lice races. No. Oh, there's so much lice oh, back then. Oh, dude, so not? much gambling. I got the best lice in the fucking Austro-Hungarian front. <laughs> and he also called Bingo. Oh. Where's the superior lies? <laughs> <laughs> the master lies. The master lies. The lies. The simple, regular lies. Boring. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're a skank. <laughs> and I'm just an uber lies. It's Sorry. your lot in lice. <laughs> it's your lot in lice. Very fucking good, Aaron. Uh... <laughs> 1915, he had seen enough. Um, <laughs> I've, had, you know, I've just had it with this world war. Not one more bingo game. If there's I... another one of these, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, <laughs> he fakes having shell shock. <laughs> so they send him back to the military hospital, and he's like, uh, uh, and like they do all the tests, and he doesn't have shell shock like dude you've been you've been in the hospital more than you've been on the front lines you don't yeah you uh, we've done a lot of tests and you've been coming this whole time <laughs> dude, where did you put that grenade <laughs> boom I'll never tell <laughs> <laughs> boom um then he had to like so then they release him from the hospital because they're like you're fine shape up shape up and he has to because he's still incompetent they're not gonna like put him in battle so he has to lead these like burial squads where it's just like thousands of dead bodies that need to be one taken off the lines, identified and identified <clears throat> and oh, marked. God. And so he just sees thousands, and these bodies are like putrefying. They've been right, out right, there right. forever. There's yeah. no good system. There's no there, dude. The tra- 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 there's barely there's trains. No good system. <laughs> no for mayhem. No, no, no one goes into war going. Well, what are we going to do with the bodies? <laughs> yeah, there's an, the, the Brits emailing Germany, being like, "Hey, uh, what do we do? do? Have we set up a system yet for identifying the the, the maelstrom of hell yeah. we're unleashing up on the world? They don't even know how they're going to die when the war starts. No, they have no idea what's coming. No. Like big yeah. Br- uh, Von Hindenburg's wonder weapon, Big Bertha, was, like, unleashed on this front that he was in. And, like, he had to, like, ID and catalog, like, 60,000 fucking bodies. No. Yeah. Which also means uh, is, like, the safest job. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they moved on. They killed him. They're not going to But also when you're a clairvoyant, it's so easy to identify everyone. Well, this is where, like, he gets practice is just making up names. Yeah. It's like like arms and legs that you got to piece. Oh, yeah. Here lies Jimmy Big Dick. Yeah, it was gay. (laughs) It was gay as fuck. Had had lice. (laughs) Loved it. Had lice. Loved every minute of it. Died bravely at the front. <laughs> Went out crying like a little bitch. Six pack on his shaft. I've never seen the likes of which. <laughs> this is Jimmy likes a witch. 
this is his pal Billy loves the cock. Um, then he uh, he befriends a Russian POW. Big Aww. mistake. <laughs> I don't know. And so like he sees like because he's so he's not only he's done with the burial shift now he's kind of like military police type of stuff. Yeah, like you're too incompetent. Like get a burial body. So he sees, like, firsthand, like, the slave-like conditions that they're keeping these people in. Yeah. And uh, he decides, like, for a Christmas treat, like, he's going to put on a show and and raise money to, like, help feed POWs. No. Yeah. Russian POWs. Yeah, Russian POWs. Like, So he's going to put on a show. And, and it's for Christmas, and this guy's Jewish. It's for Christmas. Like, these guys, I, he couldn't help but feel for them. Right. And, so he um, puts his dick and balls between his legs. And he, he tucks dance, it. Dan- tucks yeah. it. And he dances. He's like, I'm a girl. I'm, I'm a little <laughs> naughty bitch. <laughs> I got my little tidbits. Rub the lotion. Here I go. Me. It's Christmas time. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> I, you, I you live won't? on calm. I dare you. <laughs> naughty little. I'm just a naughty I'm little. I'm a soft buddy cum I'm, I'm, I'm a soft buddy cum elf. I, I don't understand English. <laughs> He's got a little rosy cheek. <laughs> he grease paints his cheeks. Oh, yeah, so, wasn't so he raises millions. <laughs> <laughs> he hooks his way to ending World War One. <laughs> All right, so what's the show? Tell me for real. So, oh, it's just fucking dumb shit. Oh, uh, other fucked up magic yeah, tricks yeah, and broken yeah. eggs. Yeah, just dumb shit. His yeah, could, uh, his captain. Those eggs. His captain was fond of him. Uh, because charisma is currency. It, well, he taught him how to play tennis, do photography, <laughs> and breed rabbits. <laughs> tennis, breeding rabbits in the trenches. Uh, I mean, there's mayhem all around. Yes, yeah. I know it smells it's like a, shit. Yes. You've got trench foot, but your forehand uh, is, yeah. is your wrist is not supple. <laughs> right. These rabbits, you can't even get these rabbits to <laughs> yeah. fuck. That mound of bodies will serve as what we'd call a net. <laughs> what is, is this clay? No, it's manure. Foul. It smells foul. Um, so the the show was just more like the kind of clairvoyance thing and then uh, the hidden objects you thing. will die you will die well, he, so he uncovered hidden objects and then he predicted that his CO's wife would have a son <gasps> what a good idea and the, the performance was a big success um, <laughs> if it works that's Brilliant. It raised raised some money for these POWs that have like a like a Christmas gruel or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And then five days later, the CEO's wife gave birth to a baby. <laughs> no, dude. So yes, his CEO gives him a hundred gold kroner, promotes him to lance corporal. Of course, yes. I, I mean that's like a no lose clairvoyancy. Yeah. Same rank Hitler attained in World War One. No. Uh-huh. Uh, what did he ever do? Uh, he split that. Artist. He split okay. that hundred gold kroner with his pal who worked in the mail office, who slipped him the postcard five days earlier. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're gonna uh, have a kid. You're going uh, to have a son. Uh, <laughs> the guy starts jacking it. Big time. Oh yeah, yeah, I love, oh, I love, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love a male heir. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put some in the air. They don't put get it, pregnant. Put it in the air. I got your mail here. Right I hope here. he shredded with a huge cock. <laughs> <laughs> he was reassigned to a machine gun unit in the 13th Regiment. He was wounded in the leg. <laughs> yeah. And uh, sent off to Krakow as a railroad guard and military policeman. Really? Uh, 1917, he... Um, people started to kind of like get what this guy's thing was, right? So He's fucking around. He's they, a little fucker. At the request of the Austrian army... 
he conducts telepathic experiments at the nerve clinic. And, like, he studied, like, um, Max Osterman, who's pretty famous in that whole fucking Charlotte community. Uh, he is actually pretty a respected, if you want to say parapsychologist, but, like, a real psychologist at um, at a real hospital. And he, he impressed him with his uh-huh. abilities. Um, then he goes AWOL. Like, 1916, kind of like, there's no record and shit of him. He kind of dis- uh, Yeah, he's been there. He's done that. It's like, I'm Hi, done with yeah. this World War One. Get back to me when there's a third one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he kind of disappears. He goes AWOL. Um, he meets up with this guy, Joseph Pepe Kohler, uh, who's like a real traveling, a real traveling performer. Like, legit. And he impresses him with his skill. And the guy's like, yeah, I'll take you. I'll have you open for me. Or I'll have you, like, be a part of my show. Um, I think this is in Berlin, um, and I'm sorry, it's in Vienna. This is in Vienna. And so he impresses him with his uh, his his mind reading skills. Yes, mind reading skills, um, the muscle reading, just like you know, a lot. The currency is charisma. He the could, currency is charisma. He could just, just sell it. There's a it. lot of bullshit. There's just like one of those things where like you know the the longer you continually make eye contact. The, yes. more, this people, guy was the more people believe, oh, you have nothing to hide. Yep. And, and the it's pow- like, eye contact is one of the most like oh, powerful fucking things. Yeah. In mm-hmm. the world. like it was one thing that I during learned. a blowjob. <laughs> guy like you, <laughs> dude. Hey, lady, all, what all are my you victims have blindfolds on. <laughs> uh, it's like a magic you. show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. And also like. If you're in World War One, you're gonna get pretty good at whatever it takes to get the fuck out of there. Right. Yeah. It yeah. is a absolute. <laughs> I put my stool in the cannon. <laughs> and by stool, I mean shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops. I'm sorry. Is that wrong? I took Are these. <laughs> I thought these were the nastiest munitions we had. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> raining shit on our enemy, sir? <laughs> Pokes himself in the eye. Saluting. Gotta go Ooh, to the military hospital again. I got pink eye. <laughs> I was loading the shit in. I was there. loading the munition. Should I use my dick again next time? <laughs> <laughs> Better find a big gun. <laughs> uh, so the guy's like, "Yo, but you know, you yo, but you know, <laughs> yo, like, yo, 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 I'll let you perform in Vienna with me, homie." But but you know, you bitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> you are a bitch, and you're AWOL. And I can't have Heinrich Steinschneider, Lance Corporal of the Austro-Hungarian 13th Machine Gun Regiment, disgraced a wall, fucking performing yeah. for Vienna's finest. Yeah. You need to come up with a new name. And he's can't like, "Oh, sing. dude, I came up with sixty thousand <laughs> yeah, yeah. names of all these fucking dead idiots." <laughs> yeah. So he becomes Eric Jan Hanussen from oh. Denmark. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Not yes. the Jew from Prosnitz. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he's I'm fucking Billy Likes of which. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even. <laughs> Billy likes of which? Billy likes of which. Wait, that's uh, my son. Also, it's like a celebration of Danish neutral, Dan- neutral uh, Danish culture. Okay. So, like that way, he's apolitical. Oh, uh, yes, it's, it's apolitical. Brilliant. That was the first hey, I'm thing. Magi- I, I'm just a magician. I, I thought when I saw that name, I was like, why is he reaching for this level of like Nordic neutrality in his name? And it's when because he. It's I mean, he fucking, does not look Nordic. Well, nobody, nobody has a problem with it. Exactly. It's, it's like uh, well, that's his name. Why yeah. would he lie? Yeah. yeah. His name's his name. Yeah. And he's clearly apolitical. That sounds like a name. Um, so this would be um, this would be the last time 
that Herman Steinschneider, a.k.a. Heinrich Steinschneider, <laughs> a.k.a. Harry Steinschneider, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Clap Clap, a.k.a. <laughs> Nelly <laughs> Fink, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> Ivan the Singing Waiter, a.k.a. Alois Barrel, a.k.a. Tito Rufo, a.k.a. Fawn, would change his name. To Eric Jan Hanusen. Actually, he changed it one more time. He changed it to spelling with Eric with a K to seem even more Nordic. Mm. Yeah. So Eric, Who's Mr. Clap Clap? Oh, that's just another one of his. Um, that was one of his I, I think he was in gay things. porn okay. in 1960. I've got the disease. <laughs> you can tell. suck it out of me. You got the symptoms. I, I got, got the disease. disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh oh. Really great. You like that shit? You like I that like shit? A lot. <laughs> you got the herpes, I got the cream. <laughs> Not you, but no, uh, these, I'm a man. these ladies. It's herpes. <laughs> They're herpes. Not his peas. History. It must be out of my mind. <laughs> they are herpes. <laughs> 3,000 of Vienna's finest show up in like horse drawn carriages, like straight up out of like Cinderella and shit. What? Sold out, sold out theater in Vienna. 3,000 people wow. sold out because they put, they like, when he should, like, oh man, this crazy Danish magician is going to show up. We don't know. They don't have shit from Shinola. You believe whatever you see yeah, on yeah. a fucking poster in the city. Like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And the posters of this guy, I'll post. Oh, he yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. a fucking madman. Yeah. Like, this guy, the psychic magician clairvoyant oh, yeah. from neutral Denmark, yeah, like, sign us I, up. I don't even know what I'm up to anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see pictures of me, there's shadows on my face. I look insane. That, the mystique I was such a draw. I might raise Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> uh, Archduke Leopold Salvador was there. Archduchess Bianca, Archduke Eugene, and, and the Supreme Army Commander Archduke Friedrich all showed up to this performance um it was the biggest show of his life up until that point obviously before he was like in fucking medical mm-hmm. wards and like dingy basement taverns and he's per- spoilers and he's per- <laughs> yes he was performing now for royalty while he's a wall yeah under their command yeah like he's serving that royalty in the military, but he's currently a absent without leave. Fake it till you make it, right? It, That's the it, deal. Incredible. I mean, what? Yeah. Imagine and, desert, and, and, uh, deserting your post in the military and going to perform that you got magic undeservedly promoted in. Yeah. You were you were you were faking it till you made it, and then you fucked it up. And by committing postal fraud. And now you're fucking. <laughs> now you're faking it like maybe beyond that post. Like that's fucking ridiculous. It that is. Man, that's how bad you don't want to be in war, you know? Yeah. I mean, he deserted his post. That, that is... It's a severe bummer. That's a big... Uh, I think they call it a, a no-no. They poo-poo it very <laughs> yeah. heavily. Yes, they've... Uh, they've, 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 they've poo-pooed they've, it. They've moved me over to the machine gun unit. Uh, I was shot. It was a nightmare. <laughs> Nobody cared that I was charismatic. It's basically just bloodshed every minute. It smells like right. dead bodies. Uh, I'm not going to do any good here. Yeah. Uh, my talents lie elsewhere. My talents lie in lying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, making the Archduke happy. Um, so this show, you know, he recognized the importance of this show. Like, this is this is that you know fucking Eminem. You only got one shot. This is your eight mile moment, right? <laughs> uh-huh. You're performing for royalty uh-huh. while you're again absent without leave from the military. You snuck away from your post to right. go do magic on yeah. stage. 
hoping for what? I mean, what's the best case scenario that comes out of it? Who knows? But he realized he saw the audience as an adversary in this moment, and he saw it like a lion mm-hmm. to be tamed. And how do you tame the lion? Take well, you, you off. jack it you, off. You make it come. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he so, figured the prostate of the archduke. Oh, dude, he made the audience come so hard. Did he? Yeah. With, with, with good magic or with bad, deliberately bad no, magic? with good magic. I'm going to tell you some of the uh, the things he did. What he done? Um, what, what dirty things you did? <laughs> so he did like uh, a dowsing, like divining rod where he would find stuff in the audience. He, uh... <laughs> what is that? Find stuff. <laughs> he would find stuff. Oh, there's a cup of water over here. <laughs> What's that? Your wife's vibrator, you savage. <laughs> I've got your wife's clip right here. Um, he did... Uh, he found four concealed needles. He uh, It's all these needles. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Needles. Because you, you hide them. A lot of haste. He, he started, Everyone was on heroin. He started with yeah. haystacks, remember. Um, a display of second sight. He did like the telepathic pose. He did all these, you know. Um, I think it's in your left pocket, that type of shit, and like in getting people to interact on stage. Um, one of them was like a kind of like a not an improv game, but like, all right, we're gonna reenact this it like up. kind of uh, like murder mystery thing, yeah. And we're gonna figure out who did it, and you're all gonna play a part, type of thing. Hmm. So we got the crowd involved in all that shit, and they like. Standing ovation, they went nuts. People were fainting in the audience. No, yeah, uh, he fainting. he met the royalty afterwards. They invited him to meet the archduke, the archduke duchess, all the the fucking supreme field commander. Yeah, uh, he spent so much time with them that the cops were looking for them. They were like, "Where are they?" And they're, like, they're, they're talking to the fucking magician. <laughs> they're with the Dutchman. Yeah, as soon as we get our clits back, we're back. <laughs> Never giving it up again. <laughs> Never going to give. Um, so the newspaper, local newspapers like wrote about it. He was front page news for like a week while he was in Vienna. Uh, and he, uh, he went, he's like eating breakfast at like a cafe the next morning, right? And people are just like staring at him. He's like, oh, what the fuck? They know that like, I'm, I'm fucking on the run. They know I'm a jerk off. Yeah, and they were like, they're "No, just, you're a famous, you're a new famous celebrity. magician," and like people came up to like, get his autograph and shit, and he still hadn't even decided how to like spell his name. <laughs> he didn't know how to sign it yet. Yeah, he didn't know how to give the autograph mm-hmm. of the name he just made up. I don't know. I have so many names. So. Uh, <laughs> just clap, clap. Yeah, clap, clap. <laughs> um, Maybe you, bro. <laughs> so he had been officially MIA for eleven days by this point, and he heads the tr- gets on the train back to Krakow. And no. Ha- yeah. Wow. He, okay. Yes. He, he goes back to the military? That's exactly right. After killing at magic yeah. and meeting the royalty, yes. he heads back yes. to the fucking military yes. being like, I'm really sorry I had to meet the fucking arch Sorry I had to meet your boss's boss. Yeah. 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 So he tells Pepe, he's like, yo, uh, I'm going back, but I need you to put in a good word for me with the fucking royalty to get me out of here. Like, I need you to, like, because Pepe- you know what happens to deserters. And Pepe's like, <laughs> I got this, bro. Dude. Peppy. <laughs> but Peppy's like Peppy like dude Peppy loves him. Yeah, he sold out the fucking show. Yeah. The currency is charisma. So, Peppy loves him. He disappears for eleven days. Peppy doesn't hate him for doing that. N- no no no. For going back? No, no, no. For for fucking going MIA for eleven days. No, no Peppy 
No, he goes. He's MIA from the military for eleven days. Oh, Pepe's not in the military. No, Pepe's, no, no, no. Pepe's, Pepe's, the, just, Pepe's the one that he's he opening. Him, yeah, yeah, et exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, so who does he have in the military that is not fucking crucifying him for being gone that long? Uh, pretty much nobody. So uh, he's just duping them. I mean, into other being than like, like his, his CEO that he told he was gonna have a baby, and he like, just comes back and he's like, "Listen, I'm a big fucking deal now." He goes back and um, Pepe promises to like, petition the Archduke to like, yeah, put a get good him, word, yeah. get him released from the military. Yeah, right. Okay. And he, the Archduke is like, "I don't know if I can do that. Um, you know, I have supreme power. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know, but I can." Really busy Tuesday. I can, I can say that I'm excited to see him again in another show. So he gets back to Krakow mm. and like his boss reads the report that like what happened. He's like, all right, we're not going to like send you to a military tribunal or anything, but you're back on the normal duty. You came back. Props right. for coming back. And yeah, we need all good, we can get. Yeah, you're not good at anything else. We got dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, like, start cleaning up. I mean, you can't. Go Honestly, to... I didn't even know you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything was working properly. <laughs> yeah, we made tremendous advances seemed, on the front. There seemed to be the guns all fired. It didn't smell like shit. Yeah, there was no upper deckers or <laughs> dumb shit like that. It seemed to be kind of a comedy of errors. Kind of sad. You kind of bummed your back. Yeah, yeah. but you also can't be like, oh, what if the archduke goes? Where's that weird guy? So you know, he sends him back to normal duties: barrack maintenance and drills in the morning, gun instruction in the afternoon, and cutthroat poker tournaments and tarot card readings in the evening. Huh? So they kind of like currency is charisma, John. The You're currency right. is like, charisma. He yeah, he's likable enough thing, to not send him to the brig. Where the the idea that you know the guys that um, go and actually fight and and watch their friends get murdered and. And uh, do brave things and, you know, advance and, you know, uh, get to a, a dig a trench further that at the end of the day, they want to come home to some simple black magic. Can anybody defy die? the rule of law <laughs> yeah. and God? Uh, can we do poker or some I, kind I've of had myst- a long a day mystic of, reading? Uh, trench foot and abject horror. Yeah, I would just like yeah. a little bit of uh, the occult. Yeah, I would yeah. like some uh, mysticism. And uh, I'm looking at you, Eric, with a K <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Reality is uh, fucking but, but awful. It, but it is true. Yeah, yeah. it can't get much worse. There so. is. There is. Uh, can you show me? There's an afterlife. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things about the mobilization of humanity to can I have dest- one of those beers? to destroy each other. Thank you. That is interesting. Is that you find out that everybody has a role to play. And it's, you know, something they deal with, like, in, like, a league of their own, where it's, like, everybody's doing the war, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's it's one of the things that, like, brings us together is destroying ourselves. Is War is a force that gives us meaning. War is a force mm, that gives yes, us meaning. Yes, and yes. and everybody has a role to play, and everybody has a gift to give. And it is something that uh, binds us together as a people, and it also uh, makes us understand what our gifts are. And sometimes you just fall into that accidentally by being thrust into it, and it turns out, you know who your shit is? Showing these guys some fucking bullshit at the end of a day of murder. Giving these guys a good time. Let, making them forget for a minute about, yeah, and about the, the horror of the other 18 hours of the day. And the possibility of uh, otherness mm-hmm. and, and, and spirituality being otherness and the possibility of the beyond. So that's actually later, as he later goes on trial for a number of things like fraud and, and uh, black-ass magic, <laughs> he, that's one of the things he argues. is like, how is what I'm doing any different than right. religion 
So I don't want to spoil any more of that. But like, no, that, yeah, that's but a no, very but, good salient point that you made because, dude, he's just giving these guys a little <laughs> bit of hope well, at mean, the end of fucking chopping up bodies. Yeah. There's a, a moment in the war where they have like, a, you know, one of the part of like the hard part of war other than uh, killing people you've never seen before. <laughs> And knowing knowing that they're just like you and no, from another corner of the world, right, right, right. and, well, you, and basically wanna, you're killing yourself every time you kill someone that's else. That's exactly right. Because, because we're all, all god and drag. And, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually you will live that moment again as you're reincarnated into that being. Absolutely. Uh, so you will look at yourself in the eyes as you're being killed by yourself. Mm. Logistics. Like getting food and right. fuel and water. So like... <clears throat> There was a, a a point when he they were in doing like trench warfare, and like it was just a drought, and yeah. both sides like went to one well. Yeah, do you do you got any water? Yeah, and, it's, it's them meeting around the Christmas tree on Christmas yeah. Day, yes. that same thing. And they were both like the the Jews were talking in Yiddish to each other, the uh, like the the non Jews were talking in. Non-Yiddish? Uh, Non-Yiddish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody, like, they found common ground around the fucking watering well, hole. The, the com- the com- and people were like, get back to killing each other, you no, idiots. Yeah, yeah, because those people had money. Yeah. And so it was people being they like, oh, oh, you you guys, you got with the, the Germans around a Christmas tree on Christmas Day? Like, you, everybody got punished. Everybody get, got admonished because they were like, oh, no, no, no. Your thing is to be a poor person and get murdered yeah. by other poor people because we We're are the people. On it. We are the people with money that are like. Uh, sometimes we hire magicians. <laughs> by the way, you gotta, see, you gotta see this guy. <laughs> it's gonna be a shame that I gotta kill you because this gets really. Good. <laughs> yeah, told but, me I was gonna have a kid, and I did. I did. Yeah, amazing. Anyways, uh, bye. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of, of of him reminds me of like you know Woody. Yeah, uh, Woody on that frigate, or you know the 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 um the he vessel. gets to do what he wants because he makes us happy. Yeah, well, like that that was probably the best boat to be on because there was a guy that would entertain you at some yeah, point by well when giving when, the money you funny names when the yeah. sheer the sheer uh, Woody Guthrie episode is what we're talking about the sheer yes, yes, yes. uh you know uh, necessitating thing that you have as a commander at that level where you're like. We, not, we might not make it. We just got to try our best. How can I possibly use this crew that I have yeah. the best way I possibly can? It's not this guy loading up his turds into the cannon. Because uh, that because, little experiment will end because failure. Because that is a big problem. We learned a lot in the previous <laughs> war. And one of them is that shit is not a viable projectile. It does. It, it, it goes it, everywhere. Because these guys just, the shit hits the fan. Yeah. And these guys eat it up. <laughs> so that's a non-starter. <laughs> yeah. But actually what would be really good is if, is if this guy just kind of like... Charms people into thinking they're gay and playing card <laughs> tricks on them. Yeah. <laughs> or the moment it doesn't feel like a war. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's just one of those things where it's like everybody has a role to play. Bob Hope, the USO. Yeah. Necessity, yeah. necessity, you know, brings it out of people and it's like, you know, some you know, you know when there's that person where you're just like, this guy's a fucking pain in the ass. He sucks so bad at his job. He's he's so bad at his job. I work with him. I hate him. He's dumb. He's ignorant. <laughs> he's stupid. He has no morals. He's so f- fucking he, dog. He's so alien and he's so shitty and he's so dumb. And it's like, you know what? I talk about this guy all the time because he's such an alien and 
I don't know what I, else I'd do I, if he wasn't I, here. I, yeah. what, what would I have to talk about if this yeah. total psychopath wasn't around? Yeah. And he gives me so much meaning by having so little. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes, John. You, you know, you are... Almost anti-evolutionary. <laughs> oh my and God. I am. Man, you're really and leaning I, into this Nazi I, shit. I am, I am fascinated by where you go next mm-hmm. with your totally stupid trajectory. Mm-hmm. Bring in the magician. Just <laughs> don't waste. Even, uh, even We're not going to waste in a, a helmet on him. Even the worst people have a role to play. Mm-hmm. Yes. They do. Yeah, yeah. The world needs cockroaches. Yeah. I love cockroach. Cockroach. Absolutely. Not cockroach. Oh, yeah. Cockroach. 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 Um, so, like I said, Pepe, on his behalf, talks to the Archduke, and the Archduke is like, all right, I'll write a telegram saying how excited I am to have him back. Gotta have him. I gotta have him. Keep him safe. I, hey, I'm the Archduke. I gotta yeah. have he him. He can't die now. And so it, it makes his way back, and he uh, he gets well. There's there's a little bit more. Like there, t- things take time. You know, like a telegram gets sent or what? Like right. So as, he, he gets there before the telegram. Yeah, he gets there, and like you know, time goes by. And then you got to schedule a meeting with the archduke. Like, th- yeah, he's like, who the fuck are you again? Uh, I forget what I, I fainted at the last show. <laughs> so good, but <laughs> so I don't remember. But so all this other shit goes on. So he's petitioning the Archduke. Peppy's petitioning the Archduke. Eric, Harry, clap, clap, is <laughs> still, he's, you know, he's at war. So um, <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> Archduke. <laughs> then he goes to like Sarajevo and he's, they're like, hey man, you're really good at dousing. Can you find water for us? So he He's fucking da- with this divining rod. So yeah, he goes and douses and finds water, and he was like as good or better than the geologist they were using. Really? Yeah. Uh, so like he let like, bring the magician in again. We're thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the woman he, around here is soaking wet. It, <laughs> don't gotta be Einstein. He, to figure he, out if the chicks in the locale is soaking wet. He does another. There sh- must be. A little H2O. Well, uh, the the water is going right here in your wife's pussy. <laughs> it must be me. <laughs> Show me some respect. <laughs> She's mine. I'm fucking her. Eye contact. <laughs> um, so they let him go do another show. Like, and Oh, my God. Okay. So we get the, the telegrams. Like, all right. <laughs> the man up top says you got to come do it. Got to see him. So Pepe does all this like crazy promotion again about it again, the amazing Eric von yeah Eric Jan Hannesen. but all that promotion kind of had like a boomerang effect. So now like skeptics are showing up. Like, what the fuck is this guy who's pretending from Denmark? Have you seen his face? <laughs> and, and then like the press is showing up. Like, who is this that person that like you know the royalty is coming to see? Like, who is this guy? And it was so heavily promoted that like everyone was there just kind of for the spectacle and not for the show so like he's doing his act and he's killing it but like everyone's just quiet yeah and then he does one more act called the telepathic post which is kind of like he 
people like seal letters and then like they hand them off to different people yeah. and he does it with the archduchess's niece and he fucking nails it oh nice he's like that letter is in that man's breast pocket and pulls it out and she's like fuck there it is and place goes fucking wild after a night of like silence just uneasiness oh no but, but but it's the hard sell it's the mm-hmm. and he, he had the and hardest he sell of his life the niece of the archduchess like it doesn't get any bigger yeah. at that moment he just fucking nails it again yeah um that's amazing so then he gets Promoted again in the military. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Austro-Hungarian Grand commander. Grand wizard now, probably. Yeah. <laughs> cool hat and everything. Uh, has him designated the royal douser of Bosnia. The royal douser? <laughs> yeah, he, he nego- gets him wet. He negotiates that uh, like, um, full military guard and translator <laughs> as he travels around. The province doing finding water, finding water, <laughs> and performing Jesus shows Christ. and shit. Well, the land is fertile with peaches for me to cream. <laughs> Sweet to taste. Should be quite. Uh, he also negotiated one more thing. I'd like a female assistant. Oh um, God! Uh, fertility of the land. That's right. My people are tired. <laughs> Thirsty. It's not called Father Earth. Uh, in 1918. Uh, so he's like traveling around. So he's kind of like, is he full? Mil- Does he have like a real military military job? Is he a showman? Is he kind of just freelancing? It's kind of all, it's kind of doing whatever at this point. So he's starting to believe his own bullshit. I know. Yeah. Hey, guess what? I have a full guard. I even negotiated a hot chick assistant. Yeah, and it's all being paid for by the empire. Right during wartime. Yeah, I, I used to be in the trench a year ago. Yeah, right. Uh, so in 1918, he, he uh, there's water under here. <laughs> You're all stupid. <laughs> Believe me. Trust me. You got a needle in your hair, lady. <laughs> um, July 1st, 1918, he unravels the mysterious case of Mohammed Aga Ziznik, who was murdered in his own harem. <laughs> oh well, uh, that is tough. The case had baffled experts for over a year. It took him two hours. No, oh, it's Sol- wet like, over here. Literally, just like solved case. Back to like the psychic detective work. Yeah, you believe uh, this bullshit? Murdered in my own harem. I was what? fucking all of them. Who would want to kill me in my own Who? sex slavery dungeon? <laughs> Could it have been an inside job? Who knows? Who's to say? Maybe it was conspiracy. Mm. So, like, his ego is getting more of a boost. I'm solving crimes that the cops can't fucking solve. I'm finding water in the desert. I'm charming the pants off of royalty. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm mm-hmm. the shit. Uh, you want me to find your wife's clit? <laughs> Check it out one time. It's on my thumbs. <laughs> Idiot. She had two. <laughs> I'm playing PlayStation with your wife's clits. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got two clits? I'll tell you where my dick is. Dinner ace. Uh... So like I said, he's kind of a shit. He's double dipping. He's like paying himself double from the emperor's fund, oh, like as yeah. military, and then also his consultant. Uh, he's ignoring orders from a command, like higher up command. He's just like, uh, whatever, come and get me. Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm, it's gonna take two days for the letter to get to me. Two days to get back. By then, I'm yeah. gonna be somewhere else. Now I'm gonna water. tell you, your wife's gonna have another kid. Yeah, like, it's gonna be what? mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in nine months, your wife's gonna give birth to mm, my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Respect me. <laughs> Be nice. That's good. Um, 
so then he was stripped of his military status, <laughs> like you're fired. And uh, uh, so he fakes a, a deathly illness. <laughs> oh, I'm sick. And they sent him to military hospital. No. So while he's in the military hospital awaiting for like kind of trial for being an asshole, uh, the Bulgarian army surrenders to British and French forces and military hospitals are the first things to get liberated. Uh-huh. So he's back on a train to Vienna. And like the armistice happens, World War One ends. Yeah, nineteen eighteen. No trouble. Done. Like, no trouble. Uh, no money. No money. No money. Um, no trouble. <laughs> so at this point, like he's on, he goes back to Vienna, and because of the armistice, like Vienna doesn't have any electricity. It's everything's like candlelit. But despite that, he hits the ground running, and he's selling out theaters. Does the Apollo, like the original Apollo? Wow. Where before I think he, he got hooked he off got stage. Hooked off yeah. stage. Now he's selling it out. Yeah. When there's no power. Wow. He's probably great in candlelight. Oh, in candlelight with mm-hmm. the, the shadows yeah. on his face? Dude, my magic in the dark? <laughs> oh, no. You haven't seen, Who's you haven't dick seen is magic. This? You've never you... seen magic like this. Is this my dick? <laughs> I want to know. Whose dick is this? I'll tell you. Um, Excuse me. He was uh, such Mr. a... Henderson, <laughs> whose dick is this? <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> it's mine. They're all mine. <laughs> all your dicks are belong to us. <laughs> Um, so he's selling out that he becomes such a household name that imitators like show up. Oh, and so wow. like, he has to promote himself as the one true Hennison. Oh my people God. are spelling it differently. Will the real Hennison please stand up? <laughs> Back to the Eminem allegory. Of course. Mm, of course. Yes. It all circles back to eight miles. Eight kilometers. It does. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> eight kilometers. <laughs> Mom's um, spaghetti. Fucking nerd. He solves the case of the Austro Hungarian state, ba- state bank printing theft. This was, um, <laughs> Jesus dude, this is another one, like, fucking psychic detective. The the place where they print money, so, like, this is post-war, so, like, there's new currency and shit, mm-hmm. and so they're making money there, and, like, money starts disappearing, and they don't know what's going on. God! And, like, what the fuck? And, like, the the economy is so fragile post-war that, like, if we you don't... We cannot fuck this up, cannot you fuck up the new money. We're, we're creating this bullshit... That is a figment of people's imagination. And that, if, if it's going, if it's disappearing, we, we say it has meaning. And if it has no meaning, then it has oh, no man. meaning. And we are all fucked. Who's an expert in shit disappearing? <laughs> call up the magician. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. So they call him up and he's like, all right, I need fucking blueprints to the place. <laughs> yeah. And just like, don't tell anybody I'm, I'm there. Give I'm me just, a big diaper. <laughs> Give me a gun. <laughs> Give me a big diaper. Give me a big gun. And Give me a big diaper, and I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna heads will roll. I'm gonna nest. I'm gonna nest in that mint. I'm gonna nest in your Austro-Hungarian mint, and I'm gonna find out who's fucking swiping. And I'm this not leaving cash. until I find. That's why I need the diaper. Yeah. So. So I have a watchful eye. So he fucking like just like walks around the place like looking down hallway and nobody pays attention to him because he's not a cop doing total like I'm watching you shit but nobody gives a shit about him because he's not wearing a police uniform he's just a dude wearing you know whatever shit he wears like what's up nerd suck my dick (laughs) (laughs) I'm just I'm a tour I'm I'm a high school student here on work release (laughs) I don't understand how money works (laughs) can you explain to me the fiat currency system in place So nobody paid. So they just kind of act normal, and then he does muscle readings on some of the workers, and just kind of looks people in the eyes. And then he's like, "Uh, "The money's still here. It's an inside job." And uh, give me a few days, and I'll find it. And then 
there's the money's like, still here. It's an inside job, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, and so that, that's a bold fucking claim. Yeah, yeah that's know. a very bold claim. Yeah, the money hasn't left. It's an inside job, and it's still here, but I don't know where it is. That's like I'm a I'm a failure, and oh. I'm going to be a bigger failure if I'm wrong. That's a bold fucking claim. But again, like, then like he finds it, like the fucking. Then he finds it. And then he finds a it. couple days later. Yeah, it was an inside job. The money never left, and he found it. And he made a big deal about being such a baller about it that, like, the chief of police was like, "Dude, my detectives helped you like do ninety percent of this shit. <laughs> right? Fuck you." And he was like, "No, nah, I'm I'm clairvoyant." Hello. <laughs> yeah, those guys were sucking my dick the whole time. <laughs> yeah, they did help me unleash this furious nut that was burdening my psychic mind. <laughs> I can't think without an empty ball sack, idiot. In fact, pee stored in the balls. So they were drinking my piss. Your cops drink my piss. And they love it. They can't get and enough. they're sick. And, and, I, they're... and I can find water anywhere. And now they're hooked. <laughs> Speaking of hooked, I'm at the Apollo next week. Uh, he fucking goes on stage like later that week. And he asks for two volunteers to come on stage. He hypnotizes them into acting like dogs. And he goes, look, it's the chief of police and his favorite detective. Oh, oh, he oh fucking my. shits good. hard on the local police because he solves the... the he, oh, my God. So funny. That's so good. And like that's a theme like later in his career. Oh, yeah, just, hating the cops? Yeah, and, and then... <laughs> ACAB? Not making any fans with, with the authorities. Like well, right, because they're, showing them up, they're they're working off of a series of uh, yeah, they're working yeah, off a series of rules, yeah. which this guy is this like, guy. Uh, uh, no, thank you. Uh-huh. No, but least just like the the bank thing is just, the the money printing thing is just like the boat where he's like, I will fake it until I can figure out what yeah. I, what it might be, and he probably I'm guessing he solved it with the cops, but he was like, I'm yeah. the psychic, so yes. I'm the expert. but also it was I mean he those, did, those, he did those, a significant amount of work, incredible sure. deductions, sure, impeccable detective work. You have to say like, I mean, there is a, he, you know why he could do it because he could think like a fraud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What, what, what would he I do? Thinking about what, what would I do if I did it bad? Yeah. yeah. That's how this guy wins a yeah. lot of times. It's like he's like you know, grease paint. If, if you're gonna be good at yeah, if, if you're gonna be shitty, be good at it. Yes. This guy was good at it, and he was like, "Look at all these fucking losers that aren't good at it." Yeah. He's like, "You know what? You don't know I'm shitty because <laughs> I'm so I'm so good, good that you it. can't smell the shit. You can't on smell me. the shit, but it's in a cannon. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> and and I'm it's shoot it fired at, It's fired at your house. <laughs> <laughs> it's fired at your Christmas. But it's tree. like you know, catch me if you can, shit. That, <laughs> yeah. that's why those guys get hired Absolutely. instead of you know they, they go to quote unquote jail. But they oh no, yeah, it, it, after yeah. You, after you pull the biggest score. The victim is looking to give you more money. Yeah, yeah. To you know, never let it happen yeah. again. Yeah, but yeah. Inside job. Um, nineteen nineteen. He started a film company uh, because film. Now he's he's mystified by film. This is amazing. This is an amazing technology. Imagine how I could use it to promote or tell yeah, a story. Right. Come on. Fuck him. He would promote uh, his real life experience as a psychic detective. In his movies, he would, of course, be producer, director, lead actor, of course. Mm-hmm. Duh. Hi. <clears throat> Total pro. In the movie Hypnosis, Hanusen's first adventure, <laughs> he played a thoughtful, pipe-smoking Sherlock Holmes type named Gaston. Uh-huh. His evil nemesis was a turbaned Indian fakir who hypnotized no. these women into sexual slavery, <laughs> replacing them with zombie doubles. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
<laughs> He's an Indian turban wearing, snake charming, sexual slave sexual hypnotizing slave motherfucker. He's like, hey, Bob. <laughs> A bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I would watch that now. <laughs> now it's probably incredible. Yeah. But it did bomb. It's also silent though, right? Uh it must have been. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe to the guy playing the piano. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Him or... puffing the puppy going, I gotta shit it opposite. Pig. But the give us a sleep. <laughs> the man's not an Indian at all. He's actually a swarthy yeah. Italian. I can't believe it didn't drip off of the sweaty motherfucker. Covered in grace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's more to that movie where, like, he's, like, a Christ figure, and it, it's so stupid. And then, like, sexually, whatever. Uh, but so, you know, the war's over, he's got a little bit of coin, and so he starts making, you know, a nice living uh, performing for rich landowners in the new uh, independent Czech Republic. Oh, okay. Nice. So just, like, doing seance, like... What's up, dude? Rich um, people love parting with their money. They do, and they love parting with their family. That's right. <laughs> and they love the bringing them back after they part with them yeah. for money. Where is the money that you yeah. said was mine? <laughs> Who did you say was more of a bitch, yeah. me or my brother? Because I don't remember. Uh, you, hey, we, sis, <laughs> yeah. can I fuck you? Can, uh, can you reignite the abuse you started while on this earthly plane? Can we not move past the trauma you inflicted yeah. on us? Yeah, I was thinking about the trauma I suffered while you were on this mortal coil, and I thought I'd bring you back to stir it up a little I'm bit. Because I'm just not over it yet. <laughs> um, and he, so he's, he's making money doing this shit, and um, because of his previous interactions with law enforcement and, and the press and all that, like it's like, this guy's got to go. This guy's... It's too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Too much. Too shitty. He's so too he's much. charged with like fraud and he's charged with being too much. He's charged with being too much, exactly. There's all sorts of technical jargon there, like, you know, what the letter of the law says. The currency can sometimes be too vast. So, sometimes you have inflation because it's, you have too much currency. It's like, listen, I know this guy has nothing. He's still technically in the service. <laughs> but he's so good. What do you mean? Everybody likes them, and they love it, they and they're all falling for it, and they're going to keep going. And gonna. that's a problem. And it's, it, yeah, it's like fearing the stampede. Well, when you are a charlatan, and I mean that in the best way with him, yes, you can get too big because mm-hmm. you get too many eyes on you. And now all of a sudden people are going... Miscellany serves you well sometimes. Wait a minute. When you're a little bit... The best thing is to be... A tiny bit anonymous. The the most trusted uh, among the elite. The Rasputins. The person that is yes. the most reliable mystic, yes. um, but only you can afford to know about it because you're in yes. the fucking Illuminati. You're, you're, you're in the Illuminati. You're at Bohemian Grove. This guy, he does muscle readings. And it turns out you got a heart on it. You're, you're fucking the giant owl statue. <laughs> <laughs> you got tapes of Jeffrey Epstein doing some shit. <laughs> he doesn't have shit on you. Uh, so, like, he goes... He gets charged with these things, and they, it's a like a two year long process in court. Again, shit takes time back then. Like, yeah. yeah. So he has to like he basically goes on trial. Like, are you a psychic? And he's like, Yep. I'll show. Up? I'll show you. Test me. And he just like in court. All right, there. That this thing. And he's just like, I'm a psychic. I told Am I you. wrong? I'm a. Am I wrong? And he wasn't. 
Uh, and people like kept pointing out certain things, and he would just continue to fucking fake it until he made it. Yeah. He had his defense submitted testimonies from cases that he solved over the past like fucking <laughs> ten years. Vienna, nineteen twenty; Budapest, nineteen twenty-five; Leipzig, nineteen twenty-four, nineteen twenty-seven. All from like chiefs of police. Prague, nineteen twenty-seven; Bremen, nineteen twenty-eight. That he all he had been instrumental in solving these major crimes. The guy's a legit psychic detective. Acquit him of all charges. Yeah, I mean, he sounds more like a detective. But a good story is a good story. But it's more, it's more like uh, exactly what they do in uh, Manhunter. Yeah. Yes. To become the, the, the guy that saw, you, you have to get into the mind of the serial killer. You have to, you have to be the scumbag to find the scumbag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to be the man to beat the man. You got to get a, yourself. You got to f- smell it. You want the scent. Smell yourself, and it turns out it smells like shit. Yeah, it smells disgusting. But yeah, that that is. I mean, that is kind of the thing too, right? Where it's like you are a person that is of law and order, so you don't understand disorder. If you're a lawman, you don't understand it. You don't get what I do. If you are a person of anarchy, then you are like. Oh, yeah. No, they'll do anything. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't understand. Oh, they'd be scurrilous enough to do this? Yeah, duh. You know, you want to know how I know? Because I do it myself. Because yeah. I did it four times today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now. They're gonna, <laughs> yeah. They're going to come in here? So then, uh, so a year after the arrest, so this is like 1929, a year after he was initially arrested, they finally like indict him. They finally like get their shit together. And they indict him... Um, on charges of duping, quote, mentally impaired citizens of the Republic. Uh, <laughs> and the uh, big part of the debate came down to the meaning of the word idiot. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. Like, so the state is kind of like defending people who they think are stupid. And that he's taking advantage of stupid people. And they're like, well, the definition of idiot is technically a medical term. And the fact that you have to prove that these people that I duped are mentally incapacitated. Bring them in. Dude, it is fucking out of hand. So, like, one, I've proved I'm a psychic. Two, you got to prove the people I do are retarded. That's oh, on, yeah. The burden of proof's on the state. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a psychic. They're retarded, maybe. Yeah. I'm definitely psychic. How do I How do I know they're not retarded because I'm a psychic? Yeah. Prove me wrong. That's the, the, the thing with the fucking uh, the goddamn gay porno movie. It's like, you, Lloyds of London, you want a piece of this? Mm-hmm. Here is George <laughs> fisting Caligula. Yeah. Do you want... Do you want a piece of this as a company? You're from the 1600s? You want to own this? Uh, you you want, want a piece? No. You want? Oh, you don't? Um, there's more in there. You don't? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, He's uh, got a whole elbow. <laughs> what did you see what Scorpio gets up to? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you think the Marquise de Sade was the most demanding role yet? Oh, wait, you see. The trial went on for two years. So, like, you know, he's working during Jesus the interim. Jesus Christ, two years. Uh, it's like 1930 in January. The Offenbach police enlist him in their hunt for a murderer of a wealthy merchant. He helps fucking solve that shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he... Duh, idiots. I did it. How <laughs> <laughs> do I know? Not only am I a detective, I'm also the murderer. Uh, and this is a wig. Uh, I do that for sex. <laughs> it's a murder. It's a thumb. Uh, he. He conducts a seance in a mansion up like a villa up in the fucking, you know, with so people. Hot. So fucking hot. God, so and he, he goes into an ecstatic vision where he says, <laughs> oh, yeah. I see British troops on the march and there's going to be war in the Pacific in the summer of 1942. No. He pretty, that's in 1930. No. Yeah. Yes. 
Hmm. He has a vision predicting the war in the Pacific in World War II. I mean, I guess you could probably can I just predict anybody who knows it's anything? A, it's a big ocean. There's all these Japs and they got boats. Everybody hates everybody. Every, you can just yeah. say there's going to be war in the Pacific. But I mean, those are details. He, you know, he didn't say that they were Argentinian troops. In but the, the yeah, fucking... I mean, the original fallout from World War One was people were like, oh, thank God that's over. That's the end of that. Yeah, nobody in 1930 nobody was looking at Japan. Yeah, and everybody's like. Nobody was thinking, these guys are just getting started. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're they just, get, do they're just getting warmed up. Um, 1930, 1930, Dusseldorf. 79 women and children had been attacked by a hammer and knife-wielding maniac. Mm-hmm. 11 died. Uh, it was actually a sickle. <laughs> political statement. Yeah. Uh, the killer had mocked the police, leading leading, uh, leading him like on a wild goose chase. Sup, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> The vampire of Dusseldorf yep. left over 2,000 clues and taunting riddles to the public and the police. And uh, the murderer seemed to need blood from his prey in order to nut. Jesus. Mm. So that's going to be a profile. I'm one of you guys. Nut blood, yeah. Uh, the old nut blood. One of you guys. Oh, he's dispersing <laughs> it to us. Here's yeah. your, here's your nut one blood. of you losers is going to do that. I, what blood, else am I doing, Aaron? Blood and cum are my thing. Dude, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. My will. boat's full. I got this crazy <laughs> Jewish Nazi mind reader. Coming blood. Um, they called half of the corpses were discovered with puncture wounds on the neck, made by human teeth, and the tiny torsos had been hacked and sexual organs eviscerated. No, no. They called them the Vampire of Dusseldorf, the Tiger of the Roar. The authorities were fucking desperate. They had already or employed 300 psychics yeah uh, never mind real detectives they right, had right, employed right, right. 300 psychics to try and find this guy uh, <laughs> well the other psychics are really putting me off my game uh, there's a lot of interference mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. can you turn the radio down uh, so they call up Eric Yanonison he, he says he uncovered 26 traits uh, the criminal was a homosexual well educated severely nearsighted blonde a member of the railroad or postal union overweight a bicycle enthusiast and a non-smoker. Those are some of the traits that he deduced. With no his cigarettes as a scene, I guess. Yeah. Oh, we found these railroad yeah. spikes. He's a gay non-smoker. Yeah. Of course he's a murderer. <laughs> he rides a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> must be homosexual. Yeah. Right. Uh, the vampire would write to the newspaper confessing to two more murders, giving directions to the burial sites. He drew a map and shit. <laughs> Eric took the message as like a personal reply to him. And wrote back through the newspaper to the vampire of Dusseldorf. And he said, turn yourself in or I will single-handedly hunt you down. There is no escaping my psychic mind. No! Uh, (laughs) When the vampire of Dusseldorf was apprehended, uh, none of those traits were true. (laughs) (laughs) He was not blonde. Skinny Uh, woman. For 2020 vision. (laughs) Boat operator. Not, loved women. Loved pussy. <laughs> Clear as day. Um, Neck deep in pussy. <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, <laughs> so back to court, 19, May of 1930. He's back in court proving that he's a psychic. Uh, and he, um, they have him do some more tricks, uh, <laughs> like, to prove... Yeah, during recess, do some card stuff. Yeah, like it was, you know, a sealed envelope and like what's in the Tell me if this is decaf or regular. <laughs> <laughs> There's no orange cap on it. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Sink. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> uh, he does all these, like, you know, public examinations and shit. I don't, I'm not going to bore you with the fucking details of that. But Thank like, you. <laughs> he, the verdict reads the, the judge reads the verdict at 1145 at night. He's totally fucking acquitted. He's they they're like yeah you're fucking psychic. Eleven forty five now like this guy's been up all day being like, <sighs> yo who listen, took the caffeine out of his coffee? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who who made the coffee. I don't know why it sucks. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Let from. me tell you, this guy's the real deal. This guy's psychic, psychic than a motherfucker. <laughs> psychic than a motherfucker. <laughs> than a motherfucker. He knows my middle name. I don't even know that. And. uh... And he's talking to this uh, werewolf. Yeah, apparently it was huh? a va- homosexual blonde vampire. Homosexual. The front page, new, the newspaper's front page said, Miracle and Leitmeritz, Hannesen acquitted, clairvoyance exists, legally confirmed, Hannesen <laughs> can peer into the future. Court of law, this man knows all. <laughs> Triumph for occultism. Wow. March 1932, he enters another trance in a seance and predicts Hitler's future. It makes the front page of his own mag, like his own newspaper. Oh, he's got his own newspaper. He's got, right, yeah, he's got yeah. his own newspaper again. Uh, he predicts that Hitler would become Reich Chancellor in one year's time, and this is still before Hitler even has German papers. So that's in 1932. Austrian, yeah, he's still Austrian at the time. Furthermore, he predicts that Hitler's foes, von Hindenburg, and other nationalist allies would be the one to escort him to the General Bismarck's office, and like. That's what happened. Uh, that prophecy, like how it was, if you don't have like the total context at the time, Hitler was a joke at this point in in Germany's history. The outlier, the the, the original, uh, the Donald Trump. There was no way he can do it. No fucking There's way. No way. There's a no, joke. And this and, guy's saying, not only is he going to become Reich Chancellor in a year, and he's not even a citizen. It, yeah. His enemies are going to walk him They're right to up to escort, the fuck, escort him. Yeah. It was. It was. It, it is really out crazy. of hand those, to predict that. And those like outliers, like I mean, pe- pe- the people forget Ronald Reagan was a joke. Yeah, Ronald Reagan right. was a fucking like How, a, a neo-Nazi, uh, the movie star to the old uh, Republican establishment, and yes. then you know the 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 Morning center the center changed. Mm-hmm. The center changed, and it went crazier and crazier and crazier, and it's never stopped. <laughs> and, Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Those predictions, like, also, like, played into Hitler's mindset, right? He... Destiny. Fate. It's... Mm-hmm. It, it, Occultism. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I wish I didn't have to. Yeah. But I do. This is... I, this is... I, it's my calling, right? Yeah. Like, and at this point, he was, like, holed up in a hotel, like, fucking thing in the world was gonna, like... So he reads this, and he's like, f- f- send that guy a thank you note. Mm-hmm. And he does. Uh... Eric also predicted a um, uh, a jerk to the right, of like the on the political spectrum, oh, okay. and a suspension of the Weimar Constitution. Wow! And in 1933, nationalist leaders would outlaw the Communist Party and rule by military decree. Fuck. Um, let's see. He <laughs> he then predicts uh, an auto wreck of Prince Lobkowitz. Like he's like a famous. He was, it was a prince, like in one of those countries, you know, mm. uh, taking part in like a very famous auto race. And he's like, um, they're like, what do you think? Where do you, where do you think the prince is going to place? And he's like, oh, dead. 
last and in a fiery wreck and then he does mm-hmm. um so then he becomes known in the press as the man who's never wrong and so that galvanizes like more of like they go well what else did this guy say mm-hmm. and they see the shit he said about hitler and they're like oh fuck maybe this guy's right destiny yeah so like it's it's causing it has like a dual effect of emboldening like hitler supporters and then also like firing up the the communists in the yeah yeah I say like, it's inevitable yeah and they're yeah, like yeah. fuck this guy and then, so it's having this crazy effect and then it affects this uh, this very interesting uh, fella uh, named Count Wolf Heinrich von Helldorf. Oh yeah, I know him. Yeah, uh, from the von Helldorf. Of the, yeah, well the very wait uh, Count Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Von not, not the vampire of Dusseldorf. Von Heinrich von Heldor? That's exactly right. Uh, dude, so he was like the black sheep of this aristocratic... You don't say. Yeah, uh, Prussian family. <laughs> mm. Total libertine, hedonist, fucking maniac. Um, also into the, like, occult. Like, he was one of those early Nazi guys before the party took power who was, like, deep into the occult. Man, this is going to be the end of this episode. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know it's going long. But... No, 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 that's fine. So he reads these prophecies. He's like, holy shit, this guy's fucking, this guy's on the money. <laughs> He's proven in a court of law as a psychic. Yeah. <laughs> He's solving all sorts of cases <clears throat> left and right. Yeah. Shoves, shoved his head off the roof on a table. <laughs> and the table was right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the table was Jewish. <laughs> um,. And this guy like knows Goring, like he's he's super well connected. <laughs> um, and uh, see, he sees all the stuff he says about Hitler, and like he conducts the first um, anti-Bolshevik movement. He starts the anti-Bolshevik movement in in Berlin. He coordinated the first pogrom in Berlin against Jews. Most of the victims were Gentiles. Apparently, he couldn't even do that right. Wolf von Heinrich von Hellstrom was the first. He conducted the first pogrom in, in Berlin. That is fucking Super insane. deep into the black arts and had previously witnessed Eric perform live twice before and was like mesmerized by this guy. He was like, this guy's the real fucking deal. So he invites him to his villa. And so this is like in ah, fucking like 32 or something, right? And I just kind of have to, like, read some of this stuff. Hit me. (laughs) Drop it. Drop the needle. Drop the fucking needle. Aaron? Okay. um... Aaron? (laughs) So, Hannesen was Heldorf's guest at his villa on the the Wolvansee. He... Heldorf confessed to uh, Eric how much he admired his lifestyle and asked him if he believed in the movement. Mm. Uh, Eric gave his typical noncommittal reply. A true, co- a true clairvoyant pl- possesses no political beliefs, only the ability to read the stars, and they were favorable to Heldorf and to his associate. Um, and he invites him again for another like weekend outing. And Eric pulls out all the stops for... He called, he called it A Night in the Orient. <laughs> oh, well, that's where you see start with the Circus of the Orient. Exactly. Back... It's all... Yeah. Uh, it was a ritual celebration centered around the Hindu love goddess Saraswati, the four-armed consort of Lord Brahma. 
On the yacht's upper deck was an enormous phallic-shaped altar, the symbol of the Indian lingam. It's a penis. Oh, nice. The waiters were decked out in Persian garb, as was a cobra snake charmer. Back mm-hmm. snake charming on boats. Uh-huh. Ensuring that all were sufficiently provided with champagne and other intoxicants was Herr Maharaja Hanusen, Eric. He called, he was dressed up in a turban. Mm. Attired in a turban and gown of a yogi master. Good God. The blonde baroness, after a hypnotic induction, embraced an imaginary love partner and moaned convincingly on a white fur rug. A smooth-skinned 14-year-old Indian boy, Kabir, was employed to assist with the... Por- <laughs> The phonographic entertainment and hand the naked bathers towels when they swam back to the boat. Jesus. Eric yanked the boy from his station and had him dragged to the lower deck. He was accused of staring too closely at the ladies' exposed torsos. He denied the charge. Heldorf took from air. He had the Indian servant stripped and tied to a tabletop. The Nazi count commanded them to assemble as many of the celebrants downstairs as possible. Uh, as a skilled equestrian, Heldorf always kept a hand crop concealed in his boots. <sighs> so the aristocrat began to flagellate Kabir with a severe barrage of lashings. The beatings were so strenuous that the helpless youngster passed out Jesus. from pain. Then, sensing that he may have transgressed uh, the outer limit of sexual cruelty, Heldorf yelled, All right, I'm a sadist. I admit it. We're all sadists. In the essay, my friends, one must learn to be desensitized to petty human compassion. Whoa. And uh, and that's when uh, Eric is basically on his way into being inducted as a full-fledged Nazi. He just saw some shit. Into, into the SS. Into, yeah, the inner circle from there. I love it. He, uh, he got there and he saw his scapegoat. He yeah. was like, I can become closer by... Well, the, I see, the, I see, I, here's my mark. Yeah. The, well, the, the, yeah, the weakness of others is uh, my opportunity. Yes. You see uh, uh, a character flaw. Mm. I see an open window. Yeah. With which to push my father through. <laughs> yes. Yes. His and weakness. Onto a men. table. And I am that man. I don't know what the who's... table signifies. But... Well, it's what we tie the little Indian boy right, to and right. whip the shit out of him until he passes out from pain. <laughs> yes, yes. On our orgy boat. Yes. What? Because he was looking at. He was looking Maybe. At... Maybe not, but. The... Dude, I don't fucking know, but. Aaron, first three parter. Very Oof, excited. God damn. That shit is wild. Dude, uh, what? This guy. Count Wolf von Heldorf? Yeah, Heldorf. And he's into black magic and orgies, yeah, and he's a, a Nazi? Heldorf. He's into the I mean, blickety-blackest ass magic. Hey, I'm a sadist. Uh, Sue me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sue I just me. beat him to oh, unconscious. Yeah, he got me. Uh, guilty is uh, charged. Guilty is charged. Uh, yeah, we're all sadists here. I'm we're trying to punish the other. Uh, uh, if you're gonna be serious about this Nazi shit, you're gonna have to move past petty compassion. <laughs> Don't I'm give me sorry, that I'm enlightened. Don't yeah. give me that look. So there's winners and losers, and there's fucking there's victors and victims, and then there's the Ubermensch. And, and then, which one are you? And which, I'm kind of a hellman. Yeah. Why am I having this conversation right now? You You're smell Danish. Like grease paint. I gotta go back to my power slave. Yeah. <laughs> You're neutral. Aaron, amazing continuation I'm of the sorry program. Sorry it took so long. No, 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 no. It was absolutely Great. fantastic. Um, I mean, this guy was just—he was there's too a much. Lot. He was there's a, a bit much. He was a bit much. And there's now we're lot. gonna get into Hitler country next. That's yeah, exactly. and you know that's trouble. 
From what I, I hear, well, you agree with his oh. ideas, but I don't. Whoa. I don't like him. The Volkswagen was is one of the most reliable cars ever made. <laughs> Volkswagen, the Volkswagen, some emission issues. You know, guys, I'm gonna say good night. My name is John Fahey. I love you. I'm Aaron Hard Bodied Cum God Peta, <laughs> and hot bodied, hot bodied, yeah. hard, hot, hard, hard. HBCG folks. Historically. Either way, these kids in a trench coat with the huge cock love you. They're shredded. <laughs> Pepper so. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night. <laughs> Holy shit. A podcast network.